Welcome to a Friday edition of America's Hot Barn Report on this Tower of Power. Now, the new voice of ranch country, Karina Jones. After long days of chopping ice, feeding cattle in the cold, attending to our normal day-to-day ranch duties, then walking in to face a pile of bills on the office desk, I will admit that there's really not much about my life that resembles life on the Dutton Ranch. Okay, maybe I'm just a little bit bitter that I have to make all my family's meals and do their laundry, but I think most of you would agree that for those of us living this life, the show Yellowstone is pretty unrelatable. It's more of a romanticized fantasy of what we do. But last week there was a scene that felt like it could have happened at my place or yours, and I think it's worthy of talking about. Neighbors gathering to move cattle down a lonely strip of two-lane highway with a few young kids horseback and border collies in the mix. The cattle drive would lead to a branding, the good old rope and drag kind with a Folgers coffee can amongst the cast of characters as the nut bucket. After the work was over, a branding pin meal was served to the cowboys while a good bit of fellowship, conversing, and enjoying whatever was in those coolers was taking place. The conversation that was at the center of the scene felt so real, so right now. Rip Wheeler took notice that the neighbor's son was back to the ranch among the working men. The neighbor shrugged and revealed that his son's visit was only temporary, that he had graduated from college and a career. A real future awaited him in Boise. The father seemed impartial and Rip seemed unsurprised. In fact, both almost seemed detached and maybe a bit encouraged that this young man would not have to face the burdens in our industry like these diesel and feed costs, and that by some miracle the boy was lucky not to be held back by our way of life and weighed down by our burdens. In that moment, these men surrendered to each other that the world is coming down fast on our way of life, and I'm not sure there will be many of us to survive it or fight to save it. There was a lot about that passage that felt so real. Maybe I'm just sensitive to this matter because right now we are in the middle of dispersal season. I know, I know I should not be surprised, and it comes around every year. After the calves have been weaned and before calving starts, we see the bulk of cattle herd dispersals take place. It used to be a time of passing the torch to the next generation of cattle producers hungry to carry on someone's legacy they have built in their herd. This year just feels different. There doesn't seem to be much optimism out there of rebuilding the nation's cow herd. Between the drought and input costs, much of our industry seems pretty beat down. We do need a win in our industry, and I'm not talking about the watered-down compromises made by lawmakers who are backed by PAC funds that you and I don't support. We need strong Americans to fight for a strong America. I just hope that there will be enough of us left to finish the fight. Speaking of strong American cattle markets, check out the Diamond Dozen Hot Barns, Stockman's Livestock, Lemon Livestock, North Platte Stockyards, St. Ange Newell, Platte Livestock Market, Tri-County Stockyards, Torrington Livestock, Creighton Livestock Market, Bassett Livestock Auction, Mowbridge Livestock, Ogallala Livestock Auction Market, and Presho Livestock. Catch them all on CattleUSA.com. 